What's up, everybody? It's Josh Rimini here with your Functional RX podcast. Don't sound too excited, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sighing here this week because I just got back from vacation and I'm getting into uh, work mode again. And these things are always fun for me to do. Um, but we're going to talk some fun stuff today because I get I get patients and, and people coming in all the time looking for national na- natural remedies. Uh, for prescription and non-prescription drugs that they take. And that's becoming a real common thing, right? So I'm a Google person. I'm an Internet person. So I go and find what people are searching for on the Internet, and I see organic, natural, and holistic are are some search terms that are getting used a whole lot more, and they're they're basically trending. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I've noticed over the years, which has been a fun journey for me because, you know, with me and learning about clinical nutrition and functional medicine as a pharmacist, it's kind of the answer to my patients' problems, right? They keep seeking more and more, and it's not a Dr. Google question, I think. I think there's a lot more that goes on in that. And and truthfully, people are just seeking wellness. You know, they're, they're sick of being sick. And that's what's awesome for me because now I get to teach and, and teach people about all this stuff, but also it's what they're looking for. It's not like I'm not selling this. It's kind of what they're already asking right. for. And you feel good about it because it's a natural solution. It's not something that's formulated to, uh, you know, kind of just in a lab. It's it's something that there is naturally produced. And, you know, what's the difference between the formulated in a lab versus naturally produced? Because you formulate a lot or sell a lot of stuff that's formulated versus the holistic. So what's kind of the difference there? Well, for me, uh, there's the, the best way to think about it is, is, you know, a drug, you know, something that's a chemical. Um, you know, I always, when they teach us in pharmacy school, it's kind of like the receptor theory, but what it is, it's a lock and a key. So you have a lock and you have a key. So if think of the drug as the key going into the lock, it's actually going to create a, a a specific metabolic thing, but it's it's locked in place, okay? Whereas supplements or natural products actually influence the body to do it on its own or to do it with the fuel it needs to drive the engine. It's not actually putting in higher octane to move faster it's actually trying to do it more naturally. So people hmm. people like that quote-unquote natural approach, but it's mechanistically or the way that it works in the body is also slightly different because hmm. it's not really necessarily a lock and key where it's actually going to block a process, right? Like your blood pressure medication blocks a specific enzymatic reaction, right? Whereas a supplement that helps lower your blood pressure doesn't necessarily do it um, – Actively, it's more passive. If hmm. that makes any sense? Yeah. So, I guess for us dumb people out there that we're trying to understand, instead of a prescription drug that would go in and and basically create a key, or create create the system to work, the holistic method would help uh, influence the body to do it itself. Then that's one way to put it. You know, there's there's ways. The natural approaches generally work to having the body do what it's supposed to do or do it more efficiently um, or to do it in a way that's that's less harsh on the body, you know, and that's why people kind of like that approach. Um, is there one that is more beneficial 
or you might or you might influence a whole component of a reaction that you didn't think about like a it's kind of like working upstream rather than downstream mm. so if you take some supplements that have, are benefit to lower blood pressure for example um, it's not going to directly affect your blood pressure but it might work on energy uh, mitochondrial function for example where it actually improves the body's ability to manage the blood pressure right so mm. there's all these little things where if we can just if we can fine-tune our bodies and we can create these you know it's kind of like an allergy shot right you're getting this tiny little allergen and over time your body gets built up to it right, right? and technically an allergy shot is you're getting the allergy and your body's supposed to be able to then build immunity to fight it it builds it builds the antibodies it builds the things that it needs to do and you, you slowly titrate that dose up you don't get the same dose over time you mm -hmm. build it up so your body builds that resilience right mm. well you can do it kind of on the opposite spectrum right if you build and fortify the body with specific nutrients um you can help the body's reactivity to certain things like our the natural dehist we sell all spring and fall here mm -hmm. uh it's it's mainly based things like quercetin stinging nettle little vitamin c um some components botanicals that are in there that build the body's resilience to releasing all that histamine and allergy rather mm -hmm. than blocking it whereas an antihistamine blocks your body's histamine response well what if you stabilize the body from producing histamine from beginning you wouldn't have the allergy to begin with so working more functionally is working more upstream rather than downstream and that's where a lot of the supplements lie so when you're seeing patients and they're coming in are you recommending certain things as far as I think you, based on your symptoms or based on what's happening, should be a medicine or a medication that is formulated, or should you be holistic, or is it a combo? Uh, drugs are important, but I'm kind of the pharmacist that dislikes drugs, mm. so I try to work on the body's natural approaches first, but I'm not 100% holistic either, where I, where I rely only on natural medicines, like a naturopath might. Um, I kind of blend the two together it's more of that common sense approach you know drugs are important i'm a pharmacist that's what i do right but that's not everything i do my my philosophy is there's always something someone can do beyond the pill mm -hmm. um and truthfully the more i can reduce the dependency on chronic medications through natural or lifestyle medicine uh, the better job i'm doing because would you you, know, you could do a poll on somebody and say, do you like taking your medicines? Nobody you, wants to take their Do you medicines. want to take medicine forever or do you want to change your lifestyle? And, and sometimes it's it's a little of both, right? It's like, you know, you could go all in, but then people's quality or perceived quality of life has changed too. So what we're trying to adopt here at Dilworth Drug and Wellness is – what are the natural approaches people may not even know about that they're taking? So if you're taking a, an antacid or a, a you know, a, a anti, you know, PPI they call them, proton pump inhibitors like omeprazole or Prilosec, you can do natural things that are in place of that. Or um, a big one for me lately is looking at um, a lot of people don't like statin drugs. Like uh, like Lipitor and Crestor, mm -hmm. Lovastatin. The only reason I know that is my wife was a pharmaceutical sales rep for about four years right out of college, so I know Crestor and Lipitor. She sold those. They are 
they used to be before they went generic like the number one two three drugs in the world because doctors didn't have much in their arsenal once statins came out Mm -hmm. but statins have a ton of side effects that people like their muscle weakness foggy head things that that they're starting to notice again people are looking for natural remedies for certain things Mm -hmm. only because they're seeing that the drugs they take are causing side effects so i've actually never put this together (laughs) until now my wife hated her job as a pharmaceutical sales rep because she sold Crestor because she knew the only reason people were getting that is because they were overweight and obese. And the reason they were overweight and obese generally is because they weren't having a good diet and they weren't exercising. And so she hated going in and selling these supplements to just fix that your medicines to fix that and she always complained she's like man i just feel like i'm just i'm doing whatever and they know it's the best drug and they can't buy it blah 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 why don't they just diet and exercise and they don't need this and worry about it and that's literally what you're doing right now we and supplements aren't the key it's not you've heard me say it before you know that's the pill for the ill approach to medicine that, that we never even considered that was my wife's same philosophy 10 years ago doing the same thing and it's the one that i carry today it's but supplements are a big part of it we use bergamot uh it's one that made by orthomolecular it's the only one that i know of um bergamot is a natural uh plant containing uh component that actually reduces cholesterol equivalent to Crestor, which is hmm. kind of interesting because they have a small study that backs it up. But it's not through the same cholesterol-lowering pathways as a statin. So statins are notorious for lowering the body's uh, CoQ10 stores, which are massively important for energy. And if you think about your cardiovascular system, it's the number one or number two energy Uh, producing organ system so Mm -hmm. you're reducing your energy capacity by taking a drug that's supposed to help you cardiovascular wise so i i like bergamot a lot because it 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 works on the inflammatory piece of of the cardiovascular health but it lowers ldl cholesterol raises hdl uh, lowers triglycerides and it doesn't have the side effects and it's it's a plant-based product so it's almost it's it's basically it's doing the same result but doing it a different way so your body helps itself rather than just going in and, and just infusing something in it yeah it's got cholesterol uh balancing properties in it what i like about it it has a placebo controlled study like <laughs> medicine that a lot of supplements don't have the funding for right. albeit a small supplements about 77 patients we're in this um, study, but I get to share that information with the doctor because what we have today before these kind of things was it wasn't necessarily evidence-based. It was anecdotal-based or maybe some evidence. So patients, hey, I take a statin. I don't like it. I've read about it, Alzheimer's risk or I'm a foggy head, something, muscle weakness. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take the statin. And then the doctor's like, well, I don't have anything else I can do for you. I'd like you to stay on it. So I, I kind of like play around with that as the clinical guy and go, all right, well, why don't you talk to your doctor about this? I'll send you the study. You know, this doctors like evidence-based stuff, right? So do I. I'm a clinician too. Uh, but I also take the, you know, there's no, ev- there's no placebo controlled study on, you know, lifestyle medicine, right? right? So, like. you know, <laughs> it, it's, 
it's I like taking the science and the common sense approach to the wellness side. But I've monitored my patients. Like I say, all right, let's monitor your cholesterol and see what happens. And I've actually got the same kind of results. So bergamot's a great example. It's like, wow, okay, I don't want to take statins. Some people would take red yeast rice, which is basically a mini statin. So it's working the same way Mm because that's where the statins came from. They came from red yeast rice. Um, It doesn't lower CoQ10 levels. I always add CoQ10 to a cholesterol cholesterol regimen anyway uh, because it it helps with the uh, oxidized cholesterol, which is really the bad stuff. Um, And it's just good for your brain it's good for your heart it's good for anything that produces energy right so most people are complaining about energy so i guess my thing is okay you just gave people that are on these statins and stuff a bunch of knowledge as to why they should be possibly switching or looking for alternate solutions if if they are looking for alternatives like i don't ever force this down someone's throat but i give them an option it's a healthy alternative so what would that option be if someone wanted to do something like that so because it's a big one now that's why i kind of brought it up in this this podcast we're doing this week is should they go on google and find it themselves no i i I highly don't recommend josh josh hates google josh hates google and that's all i live on it's great i love google i don't (laughs) like it for healthcare advice yeah uh there's a reason i went to years and years of school in pharmacy and then i did years and years of school in functional medicine and clinical nutrition it's it's what i do um i don't enjoy doing electrical work in my house or plumbing i'd rather pay a professional i don't want to google it and do it myself because i'll probably screw it up now some people can there's about five to ten percent of diyers that can do the whole thing but i'm not going to hire someone to build my house that learned it on the internet either right Mm -hmm. so it's good for information but it's not good for implementable things like yes you could google bergamot and see what you get but there's a lot of things that go into that one supplement that i have that makes it not just bergamot yeah you know proper dosing when to take it what to take it with what the heck does a polyphenolithic fraction mean right i got that one that's the stuff we're (laughs) talking about um coq10 another example that was one i brought up today i had a patient he's like josh your coq10 is expensive i was like one, your health is your greatest wealth. So I started there. I was like, you know, yeah, it's more expensive than the stuff that you can find on the internet or at Costco or a big box retailer. Mm-hmm. But my CoQ10 is crystal free, solubilized, which means you're going to absorb it at a capacity of probably five to maybe 10 times more than you would another one. So technically, 100 milligrams isn't 100 milligrams. So I explained to him, I was like, it's not twice as expensive, but Everything I put my name on, especially our Dilworth stuff, I always tell people it's the best possible quality on the planet for the price. Right. It's not the cheapest. I don't sell cheap. Mm-hmm. If you want cheap, please go somewhere else. <laughs> don't come here. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I don't get what you pay for, right? right? Patagonia works better than Walmart brand sweater, right? right? We just have a layer of value that we assess to it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't give you the best that I think is the best for the price, then you're not, I'm not doing, doing your doing job. My job, right, and exactly. I vetted the process. Right. But I want it to absorb, which means I want it more bioavailable, which means it be in solution. It needs to do these things that I vetted. So, mm-hmm. CoQ10 is great for energy, but 
if you're either going to you're going to absorb it or excrete it those are the only two ways we look at it so if you're going to buy it let's make it good for you not good for your wallet right that's just how i use the supplement world and if people go to Starbucks every day or they brew their own coffee, that's a four or five dollar savings every day. Yeah. Every day, that's a hundred fifty dollars a month. That could get you a real rock solid core supplement package. Yeah. Right. And it's then, just it's just about where you put your money. Yeah, and then you're feeling better and moving better, and you probably don't need coffee unless you just like the taste, like me. And I actually hate Starbucks. I think it's burnt coffee. It just tastes. So actually, it's an acquired taste, right? I'm on another podcast. I'm I'm just gonna end up being a podcast. And uh, my last podcast was with a local coffee shop, and so I we talked about the hatred of Starbucks. So. I just don't. I, great concept, business wise, everything. Oh, yeah. My staff's addicted to it. It's across the street. They go everywhere. That's for another story. <laughs> I don't um, like their coffee anymore. I just well, I like supporting local guys. That, that, I'm that's kind of who I am, right? The, the in the CoQ10 thing, there's applications for it. You know, it does lower your blood pressure a few points. So if you can do, there's we can do a whole podcast on blood pressure mm-hmm. and the natural things that we can do. Um, and I'd love for people to tell me like what what topics they want to talk about. But I just kind of bring up the ones that come up the most. Yeah. Um, another thing is like laxatives. You know, we can bring that up because people come in here all the time for Miralax. Or they're constipated, and we don't talk enough about the, the right kind of fiber supplements. Mm-hmm. It's not just Metamucil or psyllium right. pus. They know they need fiber, but they don't know which type of fiber. You know, for them. we got to mix it up. We got to have insoluble and soluble fiber. You know, these types of fibers help the microbiome. They do all these things. Um, instead of doing Miralax, you could do aloe vera. It works great. It's a natural approach, and it's not something that's gonna you know. Literally, Miralax is polyethylene glycol. That's what it is. It's not antifreeze, but it's a certain peg that is designed to not absorb and draw water into the stool and makes people go and whatnot. But you could do it naturally with aloe vera. Hmm. We have an extract here that's in a capsule uh, that works phenomenally. So natural approaches tend to work for me because I'm not giving all of the harsh side effects to these things we could we you know and if that's what we're here for you know that's when people come here it's a different value because they can walk in here and go instead of going to a pharmacy that all they're trying to do is fill more and more prescriptions we're actually the opposite we're trying to say what can we do to take less and less prescriptions right and what you're doing is you've done all the research i'm one of the worst like i will go on if i'm going to make a purchase i'm going to go on and i'm going to research it to death oh i do too i do too but you've already done it for people so now they don't have to go on google and do all this you've done it they can come in and ask it is one of my claims that i wish like everybody i say i say all they need to do is come in here and say josh vetted the process Mm -hmm. you know now don't take it for a grain of salt please challenge me i want to show you all the research that i've done and all the references and all the things that i can reference because it is evidence-based you Mm -hmm. just have to dig really hard why is my coq10 better than theirs why is my multivite have digestive enzymes in it and and methylated vitamins because they're going to absorb you're going to assimilate better right so that's kind of another topic too. I just read a story, uh, an article that was written by the director of the National Institute for Health that says, you know, multivitamins are wasteful. Like you don't need to take them. And I just read the article and I was just flabbergasted because they didn't, they just took a bunch of different studies and they took all the data that came from them and they said, 
multivite or not multivite, do you live longer? <laughs> and there was no clinical evidence that showed that. But I always tell people we want to live vibrantly well, like live better, stay well, don't live longer. Yeah. And so there was no basis behind it. It was crazy because they could have tested Centrum Silver. They could have tested the highest quality. Like there was no backing of what was in the yeah. vitamin. It was just multi general overview. Like of what nothing. is that? That that coming from directors of people that are supposed to control our health. So you get it both sides. You can listen to me and say no. You can listen to them and say yes. You know that's kind of how it works. We're just about fun- function and wellness. So everyone, I hope you enjoyed that podcast today. Uh, If you do, give us a great review. Tell your friends. Uh, We'll be back in a week or two and we'll be doing another one. Uh, My name is Josh Rimini and I'm your Functional Rx. See you.